Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Iceberg Recap, your home for Pittsburgh Penguins game recaps and analysis. You can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcasts from. It's been a while since I've been on YouTube Live, and what a game to go back on and do it with, with the Pittsburgh Penguins taking down the Tampa Bay Lightning by a final score of 4-2. to Tristan Jari making history in the meantime, what a game for the Pittsburgh Penguins, a pivotal game for the Penguins to close out the month of November and finish it off for them with a final record of 8-4-2, and two. a good response overall by the Penguins as they get a little bit of momentum heading into the final month of 2023. Top storyline in this one has to be one word for the Pittsburgh Penguins, resiliency. They got punched in the mouth. In the forehead, in the neck, they got punched everywhere in that first period by the Tampa Bay Lightning, who came out and were far and away the better team. I actually wrote down in my notes in this one that the Penguins didn't deserve to share the same sheet of ice as the Tampa Bay Lightning in that first period. And for the most part, that held true throughout the entire opening 20 minutes. The only time the Pittsburgh Penguins had any extended zone time was their power play. That was the only power play they got in this one. And to be completely honest, the power play looked better. It didn't look good. It didn't create a lot of grade-A chances, but it looked better in that opportunity in the first period, and I don't know if it's because that was the only time they had any offensive zone pressure on the Tampa Bay Lightning in the first period, or if it was just because they actually looked improved in that first period. But at the end of the day, you know, you look at the first period of play for the Pittsburgh Penguins. They go down 2 to nothing. Set, or third game in a row that Tristan Jari has allowed two goals in the opening frame. And then they bounce back. Resiliency, like I mentioned, the name of the game for the Pittsburgh Penguins in this game. They fought back in the second period, 19 shots in the second period. The most, thanks to Bob Grove for this little tidbit, the most the Penguins have ever had in a single frame against the Tampa Bay Lightning while in Tampa Bay. So a little bit of history there for the Pittsburgh Penguins against the Tampa Bay Lightning. They outshot them 19-7, to and they outscored them 2 to nothing in the second period, which is what mattered the most, tying things up, and then they just completely shut things down in the third period. A defensive masterclass by the boys in black and gold. A great performance in the third period. They get a timely goal from Jeff Carter. They get a very timely goal from uh, from Tristan Jari, as we'll talk about, and they win this one by a final score of 4-2. to two. Let's get into our, our goal read recap here because it's looked like it was going to be a lot of a lot of white early on and then the Pittsburgh Penguins were able to take over here like I mentioned the first period two goals again given up by the Pittsburgh Penguins for the third consecutive game a period in which the Penguins had been pretty good at keeping their opponents off the board but not in this one not on Tuesday against Nashville and not on Saturday against the Toronto Maple Leafs maybe something to monitor in the future Tampa Bay got on the score sheet early Tristan Jari was holding down the fort, but eventually the dam did break. Steven Stamkos deflects one past Tristan Jari for his 10th of the season. Victor Hedman gets his 20th assist, and Nikita Kucherov was clicking on all cylinders early. He picked up his 23rd assist of the season. Shortly after that, Tanner Janot on the power play, able to get one past Tristan Jari. His fifth goal of the season, Mikhail Sergachev and Nikita Kucherov pick up the assists on that one. A rare power play goal allowed by the Pittsburgh Penguins in that one. And after the first period, I saw a lot of people, myself included, saying it could be a very long night for the Pittsburgh Penguins. But they came out in the second period, a brand new team. They cut the lead from 2 to nothing to 2 to 1 on Sidney Crosby's 14th goal of the season. Absolutely snipes Andre Vasilevsky on a beautiful play set up by Jake Gensel, who sent him on the 
breakaway there. His 18th assist of the season. Jake Gensel has been so good this season as a facilitator, and Sidney Crosby continues to show that he can still put the puck in the back of the net at the age of 36. A tremendous season for Crosby as he now has scored, I believe, I can't remember what the stat was, but he moves into the top 25 in the NHL history in goal scoring. A good note there for the captain of the Pittsburgh Penguins, and the Pens continue to push. They were impressive. You thought maybe they could tie this game before the end of the second period, and eventually, once again, similar to how it did in the first period for the Tampa Bay Lightning, the dam broke in favor of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Two absolute Hall of Fame passes, first by Chris Letang to headman the puck up to Evgeny Malkin. He was way ahead of the play in the zone on sides, which is very important for the Pittsburgh Penguins. In the zone on sides, he stops up, waits for reinforcements to come, and they do come in the fashion of Drew O'Connor playing his 100th NHL game. He pots that one, ties the game at two, and the Pittsburgh Penguins all of a sudden have a clean slate heading into the final 20 minutes down at Amelie Arena. Early in the third period, when you asked who could break the ice for the Pittsburgh Penguins, who could give them that lead, I bet you none of you thought it could be Big Jeff Carter. But in fact, it is. Carter goes into the zone with the fourth line, which I'll talk about a little bit here uh, in the three stars. Fourth line looked really good tonight at points. There were some points where they looked like the fourth line that they've been. They were caved in a couple shifts by the, uh, by the Tampa Bay Lightning, but not on that one. Jeff Carter gets his first goal of the season for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Matt Nieto and Marcus Pedersen get the assist on that one. The Penguins went up 3-2, to two, and like I mentioned earlier, they completely shut things down up until the end of the game. Very great to see. Fun to see the Penguins play that defensive style of hockey, not allow anything for the Tampa Bay Lightning. And then, as we know, John Cooper is one to pull the goalie with a lot of time left in the game. He pulled it with about three and a half minutes left. You knew the Pittsburgh Penguins were playing pretty good defensive hockey, but they'd have to kick it up a notch just to make sure that they were able to keep that Tampa, Tampa Bay Lightning offense out, out of the net. And it was uh, interesting, to say the least, when the puck got on Tristan Jari's stick. He reared back, he fired it, and that puck almost went in on the fly. It went pretty much, if the full sheet of ice is 200 feet, that went 175 feet in the air, one hops into the net. Tristan Jari scores the first ever goalie goal in the history of the Pittsburgh Penguins, established in 1967. And trust me, there's a goaltender that's been here for a long time or that was here for a long time that really wanted to be that guy, really wanted to score the first goalie goal in Penguins history. He was unable to, and that player was Marc-Andre Fleury. Tristan Jari ends up being the man to break the ice for the Pittsburgh Penguins goaltenders. He gets the goal in a massive game for him to begin with. He was phenomenal from start to finish, and then he pots that that empty net goal. Just a tremendous feeling and a tremendous moment for Tristan Jari and for the Pittsburgh Penguins, who really needed a victory here to turn things and turn the momentum in the right direction heading into the month of December. Let's get into the three stars of the game, and then we're going to go to the comment section here because this is the first live I've done in maybe, what, a month? Something like that? It's been a while since I've been on here, so nice to see so many of you joining us here on the live stream of the Iceberg Recap. Third star of the game, I'm going to give it to Johnny Ludwig. This is the second straight game that I've given him a star here. He's quickly becoming a fan favorite, and it's easy to see why. The guy plays the game very physically, and he's playing really good defense as well. In fact, he played the majority of tonight's game alongside Chris Letang. Ryan Graves, there have been no shortage of people that have mentioned that Ryan Graves has struggled this season. He's certainly trying to get his footing as a member of the Pittsburgh Penguins. In this game, 
He was still trying to get his footing as a member of the Pittsburgh Penguins. He looked like he was a step behind. Chris Letang was still being Chris Letang. And they said, you know what? Let's give John Ludwig a shot. He goes up and plays a lot of ice time with Chris Letang tonight. And he certainly didn't think make it look like the moment was too big for him. He played pretty well. Played a majority of the game in his defensive zone. Wasn't able to create offensively, but then again, the Pittsburgh Penguins aren't counting on John Ludwig to create offensively. He did a good job of taking away space, played a lot in his own zone, did a good job of keeping the Tampa Bay Lightning out of the net front and keeping those grade-A chances to just one, making sure there's no rebound opportunities for them to put home, and it was a really big help for Tristan Jari, who also did a good job at kind of suffocating those rebounds and swallowing up pucks in the meantime, second star in this one, we talked about him on today's episode of the Tip of the Iceberg, and he was actually the main focus of today's episode of the Tip of the Iceberg, and that's Evgeny Malkin. He had been playing pretty rough hockey over the past couple of weeks. He'd been on a cold streak. He did score a goal on Tuesday, but his overall game didn't really resemble that of the Evgeny Malkin the Penguins are going to need him to be. In this game, complete turnaround. Complete 180, 100%. That goal from Tuesday might have awakened something in Evgeny Malkin. And if it did, that's going to be huge for the Pittsburgh Penguins. This was his best all-around game in weeks. And I'm not just talking about the tremendous assist that he had to Drew O'Connor in the second period to tie things up. More importantly, I think he looked tremendous in the defensive zone. How often can we say that? Well, this season it's been more often than not. Evgeny Malkin started the year with a focus on making sure that he was better in the defensive zone because the Pittsburgh Penguins needed that. They knew with Tristan Jari being sometimes good, sometimes a little rough, that they would need to play better and more consistently in the defensive zone. Evgeny Malkin took that to task. He did it well early in the season. But again, similar to his entire game in recent weeks, he had struggled. And tonight, he played phenomenally. 200 foot game he played great in his own zone multiple times he took the puck away multiple times you saw him down low not skating past the play but skating right into the play and making a play on the defensive side of the puck I was very impressed by Evgeny Malkin tonight in his own zone so for that I give him the second star of the game first star of the game I'm gonna let you take a wild guess who is the number one star of this game Penguins four lightning two it's Tristan Jari there is no doubt about it Nobody else could even come close to being the first star of the game here for the Pittsburgh Penguins. This is the third consecutive start that Tristan Jari has allowed two goals in the first period and the third consecutive start that he has shut things down for the second and third periods following that. And not so in a way that he hasn't had a lot of work. Now, I will say third period tonight, a great job defensively by the Penguins, but he did still have some 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 work tonight in the third period. Tampa Bay certainly put it on a little bit late in the third period, but Jari stood tall, and he's been standing tall in the second and third periods week after week after week. You can date this back to Wednesday's game last week against the New York Rangers. He gives up that early goal to Lafreniere, and then all of a sudden, he gives up absolutely nothing from then on. He's done a great job in the second and third periods. He's done a great job in bouncing back when he gives up a bad goal. I'm not going to say that either of the goals tonight were bad goals that he gave up. One on the power play, one was a deflection. But he did a great job at bouncing back and making sure that the Pittsburgh Penguins had plenty of time, plenty of opportunity to come back in this one. And he did it until they came all the way back and got the victory. 39 saves on 41 shots for Tristan Jari. A great month of November. I'm going to do the numbers here a little bit later. I'll probably talk about that on Iceberg to Go tomorrow, so you can tune into that. But, I mean, all that's fine and dandy. We all know the real reason he's the number one star. Reared back, shot the puck, and scored the first goalie goal in the history of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Over 
50, what, 55 years, 56, 57 years, whatever it is, 1967 to 2024 it will be in about a month. So, yeah, 57 years. Tristan Jari becomes the first goaltender to score a goal for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Final thoughts in this one before I go to the comment section really quickly. Fourth line, very noticeable tonight. And most of the time, noticeable in a good way. Not only did they score the eventual game-winning goal, shout out to Big Jeff Carter being a big contributor in this one, but I really liked what I saw from Matt Nieto. Probably the best game that Nieto has had. He's been a punching bag for a lot of the Pittsburgh Penguins fan base so far this season, but he looked fast tonight. He was hard on pucks. He was making the smart passes. He looked like he was a step ahead of the play every once in a while, and that's something you couldn't say the remainder of the season, not to mention the beautiful give-and-go with Jeff Carter for the eventual game-winning goal. So a great game for the fourth line, Matt Nieto in particularly. Good to see Jeff Carter get on the score sheet in such a big way. He's had opportunities this season, but hasn't been able to capitalize, able to do so in this one. And Nolachari continues to put together small little pieces of a really good season for the Pittsburgh Penguins as a fourth line center. Let's go to the comment section really quickly before we go. Scotty says, awesome win. Pens definitely have Tampa's number, especially in Tampa Bay. It seems like they really have one. Got to look at the numbers a little deeper there, but they have played pretty well, especially down there in the Bay Area. Let's sweep Philly. That's going to be a big one. That's what's up next for the Pittsburgh Penguins is a home-and-home home with the Philadelphia Flyers. They return home to play on Sun or Saturday, excuse me, and then they'll go out on the road on Monday to take on the Philadelphia Flyers, and then next week, guess where they're at? Right back in Tampa Bay. So it's going to be an interesting week here. We'll see what they're able to do. Let's look through some of these other comments here in the comment section. Magic Milkman says, what? A jarry performance, probably one of the best that we have seen in a very long time. And he's had a handful of shutouts this season already, so a really good season for him. Joffrey says, this season is all about jarry. Certainly seems that way. You know, the, the moniker is, you show me a good coach, I'll show you a good goaltender. Tristan Jari, as of late, has been a very good goaltender. He put himself to task after that loss to the Anaheim Ducks on home ice in October. That was the last game of October, and since then, in November, he has been stellar from start to finish this month. A couple of weak goals allowed, but like I mentioned, he's bounced back really well to be able to go out there and put together some really, really good opportunities. I love what I've seen from him. Christopher Sinna says, Pedersen needs some serious credit for that mid-air puck whack. Marcus Pedersen needs some serious credit just in general. Like, you could have stopped there, Christopher. And I would have 100% agreed with you. But that that swat out of the air, if not for that, the Penguins might not have won this game. Tristan Jari might not have scored the first goal in the history of the Pittsburgh Penguins coming from a goaltender. So Marcus Pedersen, I think, in general, needs a lot of credit this season for what he's been able to do for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Mary... Agrees, says, almost forgot about the Dragon. That was impressive. Maddie says, I liked Ludwig and Latang pairing, but was scared of the Shea and Graves pairing. Ryan Shea has been under the radar pretty good this season. Ryan Graves has struggled a little bit. Those two together is certainly an interesting dynamic, but as you saw in the third period, what happens whenever the game gets shorter? Mike Sullivan shortened the bench. Graves and Shea were not out there all that much. Harkins and Zahorna... I'm waiting on some some numbers, but they it didn't seem like they touched the ice at all in the last 10 minutes of play. They might not have. I got a look from the NHL's media site. I don't have access. My co-host does. He's going to let me know, and I'll let you know that tomorrow on Iceberg to go. But 
Mike Sullivan shortening the bench, making sure the best players are playing in the most pivotal times. And tonight, that included the fourth line. I think that goes a long way in seeing what their performance was able to be like. Neil asks, what do you think was more probable tonight, Jari scoring a goal or Carter scoring a goal? Heading into tonight, you know, I wish, I for, for the joke, I would say Jari scoring a goal, but we've never seen it. Right, and, and we've seen goaltenders that have actively came out and said, I want to score a goal. It is my dream to score a goal. Cough, cough, Marc-Andre Fleury. But I probably would have still said a, a Jeff Carter goal. He's a forward. He has got his opportunities. Um, but, you know, jokingly, I would love to say, you know, I would imagine that uh, Jari was probably more likely because Jeff Carter just has struggled to score this season entirely. But... That's going to do it for this episode of the Iceberg Recap. Thank you to everybody that's tuned in live on YouTube. I'm going to try to do more of these as the season goes on. I know I haven't done very much in the month of November, did a lot in the month of October. So we'll see what December has in store for us. Thank you guys for tuning in. Remember, you can follow us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins. Make sure you like, share, subscribe. We have new videos coming pretty much every single day of the week. Weekends, it tapers down a little bit, but we'll try to get more and more as time goes along. I got to I got to mention this last one cuz I didn't think about it. Magic Milkman Jari has more goals than Ricard Raquel. That's a fact of the matter right now. That is a fact of the matter. But you could also find us anywhere you get your podcast from. Again, thank you so much to everybody that's tuned in live on YouTube. Thank you to everybody that's tuning in on our podcast feed and also tomorrow morning on YouTube as they get ready for the weekend. That's it for this one. We'll see you guys next time.